Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. I'm your host, John Gabris. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. Coming down the chimney, gas mask. <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> Jabba. Jana. Oh, ja, it's me, the number one fuck boy. It's, it's progressively getting more and more reggaeton. <laughs> that is me, John Gabris. You heard all that garbage. Today, I've got some friends, some comedians, some Jews, some L-Iers, some Strong Islanders, some Lawn Guylanders <laughs> here with me to talk Long Island. Billy Scafuri of HeadGum fame. Maybe he's on 11 or 12 of the other podcasts here. Every other podcast on HeadGum <laughs> is co-hosted by me, Billy Scafuri. Black <laughs> men can jump in Hollywood. <laughs> That's <Billy> right. <laughs> <laughs> and joining me, returning HeadGum guest, you might remember his cute little voice from the dog episode and his cute little pup, the one that was attacked, poor Wiley, Yeah. Dan Gregor. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Are you wearing a Kabbalah bracelet, by the way? Is that what I no, just noticed? No, this is a, a punishment bracelet for not for not eating sugar. Wait, are you serious? If you yeah. eat sugar, you snap if I, No, if I'm like desi- if I'm desiring sugar, I... Uh, <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Do you not that eat sugar? I'm trying my hardest to stay off of uh, sugar, yes. I think sugar, for me, is the easiest thing to quit. It's of the f- foods You're not a sweets guy. I'm not a sweets guy. I'm, I'm a, a savory guy. guy. God. If, you, if you told me I had to give up salted meats, I'd die. Dear God. <laughs> Cut out prosciutto and it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. If I can't have meat in between two slices of bread, I will I'll kill myself. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 how I mostly feel. I can like I'm I'm hap- I don't feel guilty when I like house a pile of meat, but like <laughs> if like there's a cookie in front of me and I I just I'm like Rachel brought home a box of cookies yesterday and like and she was like, I'm just going to bring this to work tomorrow. And I straight up just, like, stole them. <laughs> and I, and just was like, ah, I did eat Thin Mints instead of brushing my teeth before bed. <laughs> I was like, should I brush my teeth or should I just eat a handful of Thin Mints? And I woke up and my mouth tasted disgusting. This Can morning. I share a cookie hack real sure. quick? Mm-hmm. I've been on the Double Stuff Oreo game for a long time now. 
I've recently been putting a fork in the sugar of the Oreo and putting that in the cup of milk so oh. that when the, when the milk gets too low and the cookie is kind of hard to get in there, you can use the fork now. It doesn't separate. So that's just for all my cookie heads out there. Uh, cookie, hey, Little wait. cookie hack. Cook, can I get can I get on top of that cookie hack? Yeah. The the new uh, Oreo thin Oreo. Boo. Have you had this? Come on. It's fucking phenomenal. Stop. It's, it. Is it it's thin wafer or thin, thin frosting? It's thin frosting. It's both both are taken down by by like probably half. And okay. so it's like almost it's they're it's not mini they're just wafer thin they're like wait it's like wafer <laughs> it's a wafer Oreos wafer and you thin. can and you can sort of eat them like air you can breathe that is communion them in. wafer thin yes. Oreos yeah, exactly they're body of Christ <laughs> <laughs> cookie of Christ yeah. <laughs> uh, here's my cookie hack dip thin mints in weed ice cream which is what I did last Whoa. night <laughs> and the hacks and there imagine why I uh, tasty green <laughs> this podcast is at eleven and I had a very difficult time making time. <laughs> 90 between, cookies later <laughs> between sleeping in and stomach issues this morning <laughs> guys we're gonna be talking about strong island but before we get into that we're i mean we're always technically talking about strong island on this podcast before we get into that we're gonna talk about our other favorite topic on this podcast me so we're gonna read some reviews of uh, as always if you rate me five stars on itunes and roast me in the comments i will read it on the podcast so also Hey, guys, hey, lit majors, hey, fucking tumblers, hey, bloggers. If you write fucking six paragraphs, I'm not going to read it, all right? So chill the fuck out. I'm just, brevity is a something, something, right? Exactly. That's I think what <laughs> yeah. Mark Twain said. Pablo hey. Neruda said, <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. It's like Siddhartha says. <laughs> brevity is the fucking chill the fuck out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And this is, the title of this review is Who Cares by Jushu. Definitely high, sort of mighty. If you love hearing some fatso tell you how funny he is, <laughs> this is the show for you. Gay Bruce is easily the top funniest five people. All right, it gets nice. Okay, oh. thank you, bud. You have to cut him off oh. because he was saying too many he was, nice he things. Was, he started, well, started in a good Don Rickles kind of way. Yeah, there's a fun <laughs> pattern where everyone kind of just says favorite podcast five stars at the end after absolutely. Oh, that's so the they, way to They want to make sure you know. Yeah, I, I'm just being a nice. I'm just being a nice fuckboy for you. Yeah, I'm doing what you said to do. <laughs> Please don't. I, I know, and the best part is when these people like write something incorrect. I roast them. I'm like, you, you fucking idiot! I asked you to do this. <laughs> It reminds me of like being in an improv show. You're like, hey, who here uh, is from out of town? Someone says they're from out of town. You're like, that city's garbage. You're an idiot for coming. I mean, I know we're not talking about Long Island yet, but that is such a Long Island way of talking to one another. It's just insulting one another to various degrees until you both agree like this has run its course. Until, until All right. Well, we're out of things that I can say fuck you about. Right, right. It's like, until the third person arrives and then you two can turn and shit all over. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. There's politics to how that usually plays out. Um, forget everything you know. This is from Hurricane Cleave. Forget everything you know about structured themes or any of the stuff that makes a good podcast. And listen to Gabriel sound more energetic doing nothing than he ever will actually being physically active. Shouldn't work. Don't know why it does, but it does. Oh, thank you. That's Again, pretty good, a compliment. actually. All right, Gabriel. You know what? Someone should screen these beforehand because – you're just complimenting yourself right now. I'm just jerking off. Yeah, you're like, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Somehow I, I bring order from chaos. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Mr. Mongolia 2003. I really like this podcast, although having seen Gabrus's disgusting body, I can't imagine he will be around for very long. 
I worry about him. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Solid <laughs> slam. That's mean. I like that. Okay, slam. That hurts. Yeah. So that works. Um, You're really going at you. Um, here's, here's a longer one, so I don't know what this uh, is going to go. I can't deal with it anymore. John Gabris uh, doesn't believe in keeping skeletons in the closet. He speaks his filthy mind, often like a freight train running over his funny friends. Most episodes center around a specific subject, but you probably will not learn anything new. They tend to get sidetracked and end up focusing on diarrhea, racism, John's back pain, all the big high school dicks he's seen, and Taco Bell. Nature Box probably pulled their sponsorship because lately H&M is shoving Southern comfort at all of us. <laughs> so that will tell you a little something about Gabris' brand. Live episodes tend to be so painfully blue that only racists, anti-Semites, psychopaths, and my grandfather will enjoy. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't yeah. Split Cider? This is I like mean, pretty this is, astute. I've read this on the show already, or this is just everyone has, sort of has the same opinion. <laughs> Happened to say the same 400 words. Somehow they're coming to the same conclusion about what a piece of shit you are. Uh, Gabrus surprisingly oh, – this is from J2884. All right, yeah, I'm not reading. It's a robot. Gaber surprisingly knows that three seasons of ten episodes is thirty episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Short, sweet, and to the point. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice uh, punchy writer there. Uh, <laughs> John Gabris is so fat that listening to his podcast gives me cholesterol. Engaging <laughs> conversation with interesting guests. <laughs> That's, a good one. That's good. from Beto Carrasco, 87. Hey, great, great job, Beto. Oh, my God. This is when someone who's born in 87 is telling you that they're getting cholesterol from your thing, and you're like, I'm going to die before you, son. <laughs> son? <laughs> I don't even race. know what the early 80s was like. <laughs> Gabris accidentally followed me during one of his high Twitter sessions, and it took him over a year to sober up enough to realize his mistake. I've heard <laughs> rumors that his body is so saturated with THC that cash-strapped improv students buy his hair trimmings. Anytime you see him with a fresh haircut, you know a mortgage payment was due. Five stars. <laughs> Dan Angler. Um, hey, Dan, news for you, bro. I don't get haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty on point with yeah. the exception of I've never had a fresh Because you should have seen John's face. He was like, how does this guy know? Oh, wait a oh, minute. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. know. Oh, no. Gabrus gets waits till he gets hired for a job that cuts the hair for him. Exactly. The same way I get clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I, jobs and bar mitzvahs. Yeah, I have, I, right now I'm wearing exclusively wild-and-out wardrobes, so it's all <laughs> oversized jogger sweatpants. <laughs> I, I booked a show called The Substitute where I had to dress like a substitute teacher and wore shirts and ties for like a year because that's what my wardrobe <laughs> was. There it is. I steal wardrobe. I stole dirty cargo shorts from a from the set of Bones. Please I, don't arrest me. Whoa. <laughs> David Boreanaz is somewhere naked. Yeah, and angels screaming. coming for me, bro. Put that on your gravestone. I stole cargo shorts from the bones. set of Bones. I, that's a pretty Long Island sentence. <laughs> Good God. It's a Long Island bro, aspiration. Check out these shorts. <laughs> and they're they're cargo shorts and they're from Bones. These aren't just regular the shorts, bro. These are bone shorts, bro. Bone season 15, These bro. These are bone shorts, bro. <laughs> I fucking, my favorite Dachanel sister. <laughs> Boreanis, dude. Boreanis saw these shorts. They didn't wear them, but he saw them on set once. They were wearing extras, then he said, this guy did it. <laughs> now I got him. Now I'm this guy. I'm the guy who did the guy who's got the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Billy, Dan, Gregor, Skifuri, thank you so much. Let's fucking get into strong island yeah, so yeah. this is a this is part d if you will this is our second long island episode oh wow uh, official didn't, long didn't island finish episode. all of the subjects <laughs> no we still <laughs> haven't got so we'll we'll do the classics first so uh let's let's go over where where we're from where right. are you guys from as always i was born in freeport but i'm from i, I went to junior high through high school in belmore and that's where my mom still lives all right cool. and actually it's where my 
whole family lives right now. Belmore yeah. JFK? No. Belmore JFK is the uh, s- s- South Belmore, South Merrick School. What Metro. does JFK have to do with that? John F. Kennedy. Well, I know <laughs> he is, what uh, the acronym stands for, Gabrus. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, dude, because I've heard that expression and I th- so many times in my life. I was like, what is JFK? <laughs> he, he's like, uh, I don't know what he did, but he's like Marilyn Monroe's ex-boyfriend. Or got something. it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. He was a pilot, maybe? I, okay. think, I think he fought uh, Cubans. Cubans in Cuba. Oh, right. He he bought that big uh, body of water that had right. all the pigs in it. And yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a bunch of pet pigs. <laughs> and uh, and, he would... and that yeah. took place in Belmore. Yes. Okay, that all got happened it. Belmore. So that's yeah. why he's associated Belmore with... Belmore JFK is one of the three high schools in the Belmore Merrick Central High School District. Right, that's, right, right. Uh, 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 J- uh, Kennedy... Calhoun and Meppham. Calhoun, Ooh, Calhoun oh. and Meppham, those villains. I played I those I guys in Meppham. soccer. Oh, I hated villains. those guys. I, I played them in middle school basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were the worst. Yeah, Herricks. I'll throw Herricks, oh, Herricks in that bucket of hate. Oh, I hate all these places. I hate, oh, I hate Plainview. Oh. <laughs> oh, they were they were vanilla. <laughs> I think I yeah, you don't fear com- Plainview. I don't fear Plainview. Someone made a sign that said Plainview JFK at like a girls' volleyball Another game JFK. at my school, and we got in like a some our school got in like a lot of trouble. Even though our school <laughs> oh, your was, school is the one that did it. <laughs> yeah, no surprise <laughs> no there. Surprise. <laughs> but we were like a mostly Jewish school as well. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to call someone a Jew if you're a Jew. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, come yeah, on. I mean that's the thing. I feel like even my non-Jewish Long Island friends, I more than give a pass to their anti-Semitism. Right, it's not real anti-Semitism. No, it's like, I it's, went to f- 50 bar mitzvahs. It's, like, bro- it's brotherly anti-Semitism. <laughs> I'm not Jewish, but I love saying the word Jew. Yeah. It just feels great. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, sure. I, I, I've Especially never Especially while s- you're like kicking someone that's lying on the ground. Yeah, like, <laughs> you listen to me. Someone. Yeah, you listen to me, Jew. You little Jew bitch. <laughs> So what high school did you go to, Billy? I went to two high schools. So I grew up in Rockville Center. Nassau oh, County. RVC. Oh, right. right. That's where we would hang out. That's like that's the, the bar. Spot. That's the bar spot. That's, that's bar the bar spot. spot. That's where you got Churchill. The yes, bad man. Mall. Casey's. Oh, Casey's. What's the uh, the uh, ten cent wing place? That might be Churchill's on Tuesdays. Oh, uh, Croxley's. Uh, Croxley's. Oh, Croxley's. Ales. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. These are all these are all the joints. Yeah. Then there was a place called Harry Burke's that got shut down because it only allowed fifteen year olds in, and then <laughs> that became the place which only allowed eighteen year olds in, and then eventually it became some other place that now allows. 20 year olds. So. RVC is where we went as we got a little older, but when we yeah. were young and underage, we drank at the Hofstra bars. Oh, come on. Yeah, I sure. DJed I, at what, the Hofstra uh, bars. I, I DJed at the Hofstra bar. What was the big one? McKeeves. Uh, McKee- oh, well, uh, no. the, bigger, the biggest one was Bogarts. Then oh, it became oh, Bogarts. Yes. Bogarts was trouble, yes, man. Bogarts. I, was at trash. 18, was the girls were too young for me at Bogarts. <laughs> right. I was 18, sneaking into a bar, and the girls were, I was like, this is creepy in here. <laughs> I mean, girls were just hoeing on the dance floor, and dudes were just like all like gooned out and like yeah. over sexualized and we were like 17 i worked at it was so funny. as a bartender when i was like 19 i dj'd I, when i was 19 we literally may have crossed paths wow. on nights i guarantee because did we're you ever uh bartend bladder busters yes that was me. <laughs> wait that's the name so of it? i did those like i felt like i was always a part of the bladder buster i was always djing at mckeeves we have to do the math on what some because i did it summers okay. that would have been the issue right same I mean, here same here all right we probably did you know a dude named pat corvetti by any chance is that i mean name? we all knew a dude named pat corvetti right. those are the names of like, <laughs> right. the guys the guys who i bartended with or bounced at mckeeves when i was there all had nicknames it was like sauce sure buckets sure like literally these are two of the guys names and they were like 30 years old yeah. managers right, right, right. <laughs> I, just, I just went to a long island wedding this weekend and i just want to read to you the groomsman list danny zuccarello <laughs> maddie zinman set canner <laughs> jordan frankel 
and Brian Glowitz. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, that's like section. every yeah. fucking CYO yeah. basketball team. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but those bladder busters, they would put chairs stacked in front of the bathroom. Right. And so that no one was allowed to go into the bathroom and you would just drink continuous Penny beer. Beers. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, Penny exactly. beers until someone until peed. the first person oh. broke down the chairs because their bladder was about to bust. And I had friends who would go with cups and who would stand under the bar and order beers while peeing into the cup to just keep this free booze coming for as I long have as a possible. friend whose name will not be announced on this podcast because now he's a father of two. But <laughs> if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> and that dude would just walk up to the bar while I was bartending right. and order drinks and be like, Yeah, let me get two MGDs and he would have his dick out urinating right up against the bar. What He'd is like lean with to- that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And some people you- would some the Long tri- Island's a terrible place. It's a terrible it's place. A terrible that's, place. <laughs> that's going to be the subtext of this entire episode. I I mean, like that. I mean, let's just say that it, it, there's a lot of fun pride in how ridiculous it is. But like, you get out and you're like, "What a bunch of animals!" Oh yeah, yeah. But I think it's made me stronger. You know, <laughs> oh. like I think yeah. Sure. And, uh, the the bladder buster hack was uh, some people would pay the cover. Again, they would say uh-huh. they're like they'd go you weren't outside. allowed to leave because they knew you would go outside to pee. They're like, we've got to rip your bracelet, and people would pay the ten dollar cover, sure, just to go. And it was a ten dollar cover because it was penny beers. People would right. use the ten dollar cover just to go outside, urinate, and come back. They would pay ten dollars to piss and not be screamed at by everyone in the and bar. And the patrons would <laughs> self regulate. Like the biggest dudes at the bar would literally stand in front of the chairs that were already blocking the bathroom. So if some like somebody was just like, I gotta go, they'd be like, No, you don't. Yeah, they would scream <laughs> like a girl would be like, Like we're making money tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're drinking wait, and wait, wait. getting paid. So there to was the- no out. You were just like you left the bar or you. If you there's if no you bathroom, peed, it was over. Once they the were like first person in the bar broke down the door and said, I'm peeing, uh-huh. then the free beer was over. Oh, but until so then, everyone was just getting responsible pictures. responsible for everyone. So people yeah. would be like, bo- it like was it would always, eventually it would be like a uh, an attractive girl who would break it because no, every, right. like, no they everyone still have, was, they still have all the power. No, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the bottom and line. And people would be like, you fucking cunt! Like, they, were also, they were also like 30 beers deep at that <laughs> yeah, point. Because yeah. like, you were drinking so hard and fast to make up for the maybe like, 45 minutes to an hour you're gonna get out yeah. of this penny you'd be pictures. so sick you're like you'd have like acid reflux from drinking oh. T- oh. draft mgd totally i swear to god and i don't mean to roast me McKe- uh, blow mckeebs up here but we had bud bud light mgd and miller light on draft uh-huh. and if you went downstairs it was bush just light. kegs of bush light, bush light dude. <laughs> i was down there too i've been down there too <laughs> it's all bush just- light and, be- and your friends would be like MGD. I might Miller switch it up to Yingling. <laughs> yeah, I'll switch it up to Yingling. <laughs> no. Bush like, light. I would just tell my friends, I'm like, if you want me to hook you up with drinks, order well alcohol. If you want to drink what you want to order, Bottles. bottled beer. <laughs> Not even because I know the Grey Goose was Crystal Palace. Like, I know all the expensive right, liquor right, were right, right. remarried. I'm like, don't touch anything. Yeah, stick around McKeebs at like 4.30 when you guys are ca- counting out your cash. <laughs> like, wet bills all over the bar. And dudes are just like pouring bottles into bottles. It's some shady, ugly 4.30 shit going on. <laughs> just that last minute at the bar. That oh. was always like, that was always like some girl I'd be like, Oh, she's like, oh, what are you doing after this? I'm like, oh, I can give you a ride home. <laughs> it's 4.30. There's one inevitable conclusion. Uh, there was like one summer where I was single, and I definitely made out with a lot of girls in front of their mom's house in my car. <laughs> like, as the sun came up. That All summer? Right. <laughs> yeah. Great it's kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing this summer. It's a very specific fetish I have now. 
Uh, Billy, so uh, you went Rockville RBC. Center. So I went to Oceanside, though. The way that my town was zoned, I was somehow brought to Oceanside. So Same, I, I officially, my mom's mailing address is Wontaw, but I went to Belmore School. So Got I live by Mulcahy's, but I to to, so it's the same thing. Same, went, so I went to Oceanside oh. up until 11th grade, oh. and I played for all of their sports teams, and there was a very specific rivalry between Oceanside and Rockville Center. I lived in Rockville Center, but I represented Oceanside on all of these teams. And then my senior year, I didn't like, I kind of lost all respect for my teammates in Oceanside, and I transferred to Southside, and we ended up playing them in all these games. And what's Southside? Wait, 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 Southside is Rockville Center's high school. Oh, man. How are you able to do that? Yeah, what? Did you just Just going to have to fast forward past those details <laughs> for the sake of all people parties involved to actually make that happen. But, uh. but that happened. <laughs> We're just going to leave it at that. Wow. Leg legitimately, wait. I know it's probably bad for the podcast, but there's I just can't say how that happened. <laughs> I mean, I'm dying to know. This is way more interesting than anything we're going to talk about. No, that's fine. That's fine. We can <laughs> we can let, leave things unsaid. I, I, I really, unfortunately, cannot just disclose that one detail. It's <laughs> an enormous detail. I know. We're like 15 years later. Oh, episode right. three of the Long Island episode, when we combine a power hour and the Long Island yeah. stories, that story That's will when come. you'll tell us who molested you. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, you can go wherever you want, kid. I signed an NDA. Yeah, I was yeah. to go to you can go wherever you I want. I got a full ride I to college. I lost respect for the basketball team because they were covering up for that coach. <laughs> right, but <laughs> but, uh, but then I went to Southside for my senior year and ended up playing against Oceanside, all these dudes who I didn't get along with. And as it would naturally happen, a huge fist fight broke out on the middle of the field because it's Long Island, oh, and every seventeen-year-old yeah. has the biggest ego in the oh, world. That's where I got in all my fist fights: was the <laughs> lacrosse field, oh, the soccer field. The worst thing you do is give a Long Island high school kid a stick and say you're allowed to hit anything <laughs> you want with yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's why they're all so into lacrosse there, dude. It's because it's, it's a native, big Native American population. Right, right. They really respect <laughs> the, 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 the Induit. Ronkonkama, come to my lake, Ronkonkama. I'm Count Monte Cristo for some reason. Greg. What about yourself? Uh, I went to Woodmere, uh, Hewlett High School. I grew up in Woodmere, uh, which is like South Shore. Five towns is the what they call it. The five towns, yeah. So Hewlett had the Jewlet. Tag. Yeah, we were so super Jewy. That was another Jew. You can say what was it? Jew FK? Yeah, that you uh, said. Yeah, Jew, Jew, Jew FK. It's a Long Island uh, thing. Yeah. Find, yeah, a, find a Jew pun in the town name if <laughs> yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Jewlet, uh, yeah. Uh, you guys had a pretty solid swim team. A friend of we mine. Had a very, we had all the all that we had a great fencing team. <laughs> Come on, yeah. you're not we born had... a fencer. <laughs> you're real you're born into fencer. money and you somehow become a fencer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our golf team was uh, killer, and we were the only people that had great had ponies. Golf yeah. We all had really beautiful, was, majestic ponies. Each was, and every one of it us. It was a really. It was one of those schools where like the the most accomplished athletes were also like the very smart kids because it was only in those very specific sports. It was like like we had an amazing bowling team. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's like weird because it's just like it's not actual athletic prowess. It's like whose parents can afford the good lessons. Right. right. And, and also, who are you competing against? Yes, exactly. You're not competing like, against yeah. the other town's best athletes. Yeah. You're yeah. competing against the other town's <laughs> kids who chose kid. fencing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> They're exactly. also in the band. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah, yeah. The, all the, the good athletes, yeah. parentheses, black kids are playing football, <laughs> yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. and baseball yeah, yeah. and dominating. Um, we had, but we Donnie had... and Jennifer love fencing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're more naturally fit. Um, yeah, we had we had uh, when I got to the school, there was the one black kid. His name was Dwayne. Um, and you had one black kid in your one school. One black kid. My my for like for like two years, there was one black kid in the school, <laughs> and uh, and he was the best athlete in everything. <laughs> 
like he had a lot everything. of responsibility. He also probably had to be the best rapper. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like he has a lot of stereotypes yeah. to fulfill in that school. Yep, yep exactly. And he had to be so many white kids, one black friend. Yeah. That he was like a oh. pass for so. That's yeah. so frustrating. You that's have a lot of pressure to be the, the pass. Lot Good God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then, but we, but again, like Woodmere, the five towns, like it was divided very specifically to isolate the white kids from the black kids. Oh yeah, and there is some blatant segregation. I mean, it was stu- it was yeah. stu- stunning. So like Inwood, when did that happen? Do you know? Um, well, like Inwood was the first place that. So the five towns are Hewlett, Woodmere, Lawrence, Inwood, and Cedarhurst, and uh, and Woodmere and Hewlett kind of banded together into a district, and then they basically shoved Inwood off. Um, on their own, and Inwood was where all the like minor- minorities lived in the area, and so that was probably I think in like the '60s. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like desegregation was like, okay, you d- you're gonna make us like not legally <laughs> segregate the schools, introducing then, zoning laws. Yeah, exactly. They, they redraw the school districts so casually, yeah. and, fu- and 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 white families. Gross white families yeah. fight that shit where they're like, "No Cor- way, we're letting." No. It's like, "God help my kids go to school with some black." Kids? Right, exactly. Jesus. So, so would uh, so meet Dwayne. <laughs> so Dwayne, forty years Dwayne later, accident. meet Dwayne. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rips through the cracks. <laughs> and uh, and then Lawrence was uh, Lawrence and Cedarhurst were were sort of pretty mixed. Those were yeah. like that was like the mixed school. Yeah, Belmore was uh, kind of mixed, but I grew up in Freeport, which was like a all black and Hispanic yeah. town. Which yeah, was, uh, and also on the water, strangely enough. Right, it's because there's two parts of like the right. water part is where the uh, the money where the is. people from Rockville Center go and enjoy Freeport yeah, for a night. Go down to Woodcliffe Canal for a little. Right, bit. the nautical the mile. Nautical mile. <laughs> go down to Hudson and McCoy's and have a nine dollar Sam Adams. <laughs> right, or rent a booze cruise yeah. if you're 17 and Whoa. just get as many of your friends as possible. I'm I sure went you... on a gambling boat off of the Woodcliffe Canal, and that was a very uncomfortable experience. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, you're like trapped the ATM out there. wasn't working out in because you're out in the water. You're in the international waters. And people are getting mad out there. <laughs> wait, wait, There's international also, waters. Yeah, because that's, that's how you gamble. That's how you gamble. Oh, gamble. It's like a mile and three quarters offshore. So there's like some. And so you, it doesn't matter what age you are, you can gamble. No, like, you. I think you still have to be 18 or 21. Uh-huh. I think I went yes. when I was 21, and there is an hour ride while you get outside, and it's just people sitting around on a boat waiting <laughs> oh, to gamble, waiting to oh. get, <laughs> just rubbing their dice. Yeah, and it's like five dollars to get on the boat, so it's not. Cost prohibitive <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. You know? A lot like, of riffraff on yeah. the sea that yeah. night. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. ate, ate OTB like, <laughs> like chicken fingers on a styrofoam plate on like a rocking boat. <laughs> just ate I the plate, like, didn't yeah. know what to do with the plate, so I'm I just ate that. I'm fucking ch- die here. Um, but I won 32 bucks, so <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. I can kill myself much easier on this. <laughs> uh, what were the Woodmere High School stereotypes? Or what, or what would like. Well, what would I, other people say about Woodmere School? Because that's a fun way to categorize. Yes. Well, first of all, I mean, w- uh, the the best thing we're known for is is Goodfellas because that's where Lorraine Bracco is from in the movie, and so the they film all of her stuff around Woodmere, and the diner they meet up in is in Woodmere. Nice. Um, oh, that's and so, awesome. like, what's the name of the diner? It's called the Sherwood Diner. Sherwood Diner. Uh, not that they name it in the movie, but like that that like the it's a diner in a bunch of scenes in Goodfellas. Yeah, every yeah, town yeah, on Long yeah. Island has its diner. Yeah, I mean that, the diners are like the best part of Long Island. Yeah, and, and they diners, and, bagel shops, right. uh, Italian ice places, and CVSs and Dwayne Reeds. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> you need Three lotion. You need lotion. You got lotion. Sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> always put sunscreen. 
the screen on. Uh, uh, we were no, we were like the we were the jappy rich kids. Absolutely, yeah. yeah like we were, and and not incorrectly. Like some real nightmare people went. A <laughs> lot of lot of. This is my Long Island stereotype: a girl named Rachel driving a white BM white Beamer at seventeen. <laughs> yep, yep. That was at the parking lot of our school was your so, wife's name being Rachel. Is yeah, yeah, exclusive. Uh, I'm sorry. Not, yeah, yeah, not notwithstanding. No, no. It was a lot of actually. It was all. It was Courtney's. It was always. It was a Courtney or a or a Danny. Um, a with lot the, of wise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they would drive not Beamers, but SUVs. SUVs was like the big thing. So oh, like, right. Because this, right. this would be uh, this end, of, like, end of the 90s, yeah. uh, 2000. Late 90s. Two, oh, I'm class of 2000. Class of 2000. Oh, look at that guy. Oh, man. Yeah. How is that possible oh, that we've all sick. ended up now? <laughs> How psyched were you around like sixth or seventh grade when, when you your teacher was like, hey, you're the class of 2000? I remember being like, I'm I felt like I was future? like I was flying in a laser beam. Yeah, <laughs> I held the responsibility of, <laughs> to this world suddenly. Classic two thousand sounds so, and it's so. The only other thing is that it's a very harsh reminder. It's very easy to do the math as to oh, how yeah. long you've been out of high school. High school for sure. <laughs> it's like oh, twenty sixteen. Okay, I'm yeah. just, <laughs> right. in two years we'll be out of high school as long as we four <laughs> college <graduate>. terms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say class. Do you, still, do you still measure time in like? Yeah, this is. I did a whole college's worth of. Uh, <laughs> that of came Angeles. after being a class of two thousand graduate. <laughs> college terms. Class of two thousand, great. Class of ninety nine, awesome. Class of two thousand one, who gives a fuck? Sorry, two thousand three. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'd rather be trick. class of three thousand than two thousand one. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'd rather be. I'd much rather lit. spend a thousand years <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that sweet <laughs> distinction. That sweet. Maybe twenty one hundred would be cool, but two thousand is so specific. Two thousand is great. It's the future. Yeah. Yeah. And like 2000 was like a year that people were bringing up for decades. Y2K, before. man. Yeah. How did Y2K? Well, we, we, had that, we had that Prince song too. That was yeah. a big deal. It was yeah. like party, party like, like it's, it's 1999. Yeah. Did you guys and your no 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 uh, red beret? <laughs> oh, raspberry beret. Raspberry beret. <laughs> no, did red beret is red Corvette and raspberry beret together. My oh, it's the mashup. Yeah, the mashup. That is our song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what song we had that around the time we graduated, which I'm assuming you guys did too, was another turning point. Oh, of course. Stuck in the road. Every, everything I was mean, set to that for they like played five that over years. the PA yeah. on the last day of high school. <laughs> was that like, the last song on Seinfeld too? As they uh, panned no. out. Oh yeah. What? It might have been. That's disappointing. We also Seinfeld. had as we the graduation song Vitamin was around C? that time too. Down together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Paco Bell's canon, but just like they just put some like shit words over it. As we go on, <laughs> still together. Oh, that's embarrassing. Not really embarrassing. I feel like much. The Jimmy Eat World was like the was the song of of my senior year. Which one is that? The middle. No, I can't sing. Who help me out? Someone, please. <laughs> what a great song, Greg, Gregor just sang. I can't sing either, but I don't know what you're talking. about. <laughs> you just deflated a balloon, and I don't think that's how songs work. <laughs> the big song in my high school amongst the the white uh, amongst the white kids amongst these guys this group of friends called the Mikes and the Johns of okay. which I was a part of okay literally <laughs> four Mikes and three Johns God damn all of those guys now we all go by our last name to date because and then that's yeah. why just. Everyone was named Mike and John. We're all born in '82. That's like the yeah. era of like Dave's, Dan's, Mike's, John's. That's Dan's. why I go. I by, that's why I go by Gregor because like 
four of my friends growing up were Dan. Yeah, especially in like Long Island where there's a yeah. heavy Jewish population. <laughs> yeah. There's like 12 Jareds, 12 right. Joshes, a bunch of Jonathans. Yep. All the Johns were Jonathans. Jonathan yeah. Youngling, Jonathan Osner, Jonathan Gabriel. Right, like right, right. So we all if you're even the- vaguely Italian, your name is Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works in Long Island. Our parents are not creative. <laughs> They're well, just like, um, It Mike. was one of those things it where was like- the Levittown of names. <laughs> right, yeah, just really- pump them out, pump them out. <laughs> Come on, we just oh, we only got so many it's models either a John names. or a Matt. Red button, blue button. Which one am I hitting here? It is. That's true. Every dude's name was just like improv names. John, yes. Mike, Matt, Frank, Bill, Ted, fuck. You know, like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> fuck. He was Asian. His parents were rude. Uh, what is, what's your go-to uh, pizza, bagel, oh, pizza and the bagel place? What's your standards? Because uh, um, my, my, the pizza place in Belmore that eventually, we used to go to Super Pizza when we were kids, uh-huh. but now the place that's still really the best is Gino's, and that's a Same. Chain. There's yeah. one in Rockville Center. Same. Yeah. It Gino's changed the game. There was a place called Palmieri's that, yeah. like, when <laughs> I was a kid growing up, they had two video games, like, two arcade games, which were great for, like, me and my sister who were, like, six and seven. Yeah, that time. Super Pizza had Neo Geo. Yeah. yeah. So, and it was just, like... That's pretty big deal. Exactly. So, we would then spend, like, an hour and a half there, and then this new pizza place replaced it, and we're like, that's not good, because Palmieri's was perfect, but it was Gino's, and they didn't need the video games because their pizza was the best for, like, towns-wide. Yeah, and then the Gino's just keeps expanding. So there's the one on Jerusalem. Exactly. There's, one in, there's, there's one a street in, in my town called Jerusalem, Jerusalem Avenue. Avenue. Oh, if you're yeah. from Long Island, you yeah. know Jerusalem <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Kibbutz Street. <laughs> there's a Gino's in Long Beach, too, and it's so good because it's not yeah, really that- a chain. It's just, like, pizza places that are have almost, like, reached a certain, like, black belt that it's, like, now you get the Gino title. <laughs> yeah. Gino. You know what I mean? Gino's it's- Buff Chicken Pie is one of them. Come Ooh, on. That was, that was revolutionary when I discovered that. That was, like, high school when that yeah. started breaking out. Well, they started changing pizza, it up. Right? Also, the ZD Pizza. ZD Pizza was huge on Long which Island. Is also, which is I mean, just ZD. Now, now it's <laughs> disgusting to, like, I, I really, that's a ridiculous slice of pizza. That's a bowl you of pizza. You would eat with a fork and knife on, on a pizza. Yes. Yeah. Right. Where it, your plate, instead, of, instead yeah. of, like, a tin, was a pizza crust. The pizza crust, exactly. Yeah. We would get like a, pizza a pie bowl. of ziti to the house. The delivery guy would hand it to you, and it would be inches. Literally, <laughs> breaking the box. Yeah, that canoes. Yeah. That pizza slice canoes. Yeah. If you hold it on its buff side. chicken rolls. Remember when they no. had the chicken oh. roll on the, the side? chicken oh. roll is to date the mo- the thing I ordered most at Gino's. And even when I moved to Queens, I would just find the pizza place that made the best chicken roll. Oh. Because bang for buck, it usually costs like four fifty, but you're getting so much chicken. You're getting like two chicken breasts. Yeah, in this thing. <laughs> and it's and it's like doughy. It's like a fucking bomb. Yeah, and oh. like. Like they so just good. stuff it with mozzarella and marinara <laughs> sauce, and it's just like this is everything I want, and it's only four fifty, so I'll get two. That's like three slices. Yeah. I'm getting so much more bang for. I my would buff. get one chicken roll and one buff chicken roll, or one chicken roll and a slice of buff chicken. It's so funny. My mom used to <laughs> make fun of me because my pizza habits just became how can I incorporate chicken onto every single thing? Right. So I would get like two <laughs> slices of chicken and a chicken roll. Yeah. And it's just like she just get more, just get a chicken, oh, just buy chicken. a chicken. Uh, when I was dating Tiff, when I was home summers in college, obviously, and I would drive up to visit her and her family like for a long weekend off of lifeguarding or whatever but I would always bring a pie of buff chicken for yep. her brothers cause for they, the road because they would give them the, and they'd be like I mean, of course, there would be one slice missing by the time I got to Westchester, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it would be like... That's how they packaged it. Yeah. It's like, they, we only do seven slices. It's <laughs> like this cute Pac-Man <laughs> thing they got, got going on. got opening because it grows in transit. Yeah. You want the cheese to be able to have a place to escape. To. It's got to <laughs> breathe. It's pizza. It's got to breathe. Also, there's no chicken on three of the slices <laughs> and fingerprints everywhere. <laughs> um, and I would bring it up there and her brothers would be like, this is the best fucking pizza. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and the side of sauce was always like, you had to say side of sauce. Side of sauce or side oh, of sauce. Oh, that was such a... Side of sauce could be like, 
like a great a improv hack. team. That's a life hack. There, it's a life hack right there. So if you, just, just if you go them. into a pizza place, just say, "And I need a side of sauce." Don't even ask what it's for. You'll use that yeah. side of sauce. Yeah, yeah. I oh yeah, the, on the chicken roll too. Oh, you, you need it. it. You right. need the side of sauce. Yeah, yeah. otherwise it's a little side dry. Side of sauce. Uh, let's let's do an improv <laughs> group. Let's do a Long Island based improv show that's called, called Side of Sauce, <laughs> and it's just uh, it's like us three and Dan Black just screaming at the top of our lungs. <laughs> Down into uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that sounds fine to me. I mean, why don't we just go to a pizza place and have lunch? Yeah, instead, <laughs> let's just get a side of sauce. We don't have to rehearse. Why are we, why are we, what are we doing improv for? And we're past that. Let's go just get some fucking chicken slices. Oh, now I really want pizza. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Did so. you guys? I just I was just back on Atlanta a couple weeks ago, and there was and we and I, my family were like, let's go out to Mother Kelly's, which is our which is our joint. That's your and pizza place. That, that was that was the place we grew up. It's not. It is. It's very good, but it's not the best. There's other good places, but like that's like the family place. And and like just like I hadn't been to one of those places in in years, I realized, and I just ordered every slice. I was like, yeah. oh, grandma slice. I want the you know right, uh, right, right. Silly and the and the thing about pizza places in Long Island is that even like the second and third best one in your town is sick. Yeah, yeah. it's like yes. it's totally perfect. Yeah, like it was re- like I was home recently, and whenever we're home, we gotta order Geno's at one. Yeah, uh, same. And, and I was like, we gotta order Geno's. My brother's like. Actually, we've been kind of taking a break from Whoa. Gino's lately. I'm like, what? He's like, we're mixing it up. Let's get a pie of Pizzelli's, which is another place in Belmore <laughs> uh-huh. that does sesame seed crust. Ooh. Okay, then you're asking a lot. Right, yeah. That's, that's a real artisanal. It's yeah, really that's artisanal. Like... It does not fit with Long Island. No, no. Yeah, and, exactly. and we got it, and I was like, this is a welcomed respite. Really? Yeah, it's nice to have a dinner. Right. Gino's is a, is a little doughy, which I like in pizza, right. but a little like underdone. Yeah. Okay. But people, some people don't, and Pizzelli's was a nice mix. And also in in our town, we like Long Island has so many pizzerias per town right. that we had Gino's is where we went to have like pizza dinner. Right, uh-huh. Super Pizza is where we went to like hang out, play video games, or get the delivery guy to buy us beer as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, and that's our that was owned by our a kid that we played football with whose dad owned it. So like we kind of got like hookups and stuff. The wink, yeah, free Amazing. soda, yeah, free soda, yeah, a refill of the root beer, whatever. Easy. And so that was we went there, but then Mama Gina's. Not Gino's, but Mama Gina's is where we ordered delivery from when we were younger. For plates? Because it, it was it was buy one, like get one half off. So you can get two uh, pies uh-huh. for like $14. So yes. after you played hockey, you would yeah, get yeah, from exactly. Mama, Mama Gina's. Gina's. Right. Mama Gina's would be if uh, the kids ourselves had to pay for it. Right, like, right. Know, like if our Bang mom was out of buck. town. Right, yeah, right, right. Like, for your buck. We want two pies. Right. Was it one. noticeably worse? It was it's oh, just fine. Fine, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. The low bar on Long Island for pizza is so high. It's well, that's so like much better. Like, there's no good pizza in LA. I'm like, there's okay pizza in LA. There's nice pizza, but you can't just, rely on right. Like in New York, it's uh, not cultural. In New York City, it's, it's just like not everywhere. Every place is the worst pizza, pizza place is a decent slice of yeah. pizza. Yeah. You know where I got to work for four years? Um, I went to Hofstra, and in, when I wasn't in class, I would work at the Coliseum Deli. Did you guys Dude, ever go the to Coliseum the Coliseum Deli? <laughs> because <laughs> frankly, and I consider myself a legit deli connoisseur. I can identify what makes a good and bad one is the best deli I've ever been to. What, wait, wait, what? Explain that theory because I'm very Because I'm, I'm a deli connoisseur. Well. I, Great. Yeah, I'm sure we, we, we all are. We're we all from are. Long Island, yeah, so yeah. we also, all, we thing, all we think. We didn't say this before when we said that there's drugstores, Italian ice places. There's seven delis per town. Yeah. And, I don't and think it's people, necessary. And I, I want to <laughs> make like sure people – There's a line. There's, off, there's always a line. They're needed. And I want people to know that like – a town on Long Island, it is a five-minute drive to get to the next town. Yes. Yeah, everything is super close. I mean, like you're talking about Oceanside and and, South, and Rockville S- Center. Rockville Center, like I was, I would 
go to these places for lunch regularly just just because I want them to mix it up. Sure. Yeah. It's nothing. It's like normal. Yeah. Oh, man. Coliseum Deli was a – wait, what was the other deli that had like a guy's name that was by Hofstra? It was like Max's or something like that. I don't remember what it was. My man, I was all in on the Coliseum Deli. <laughs> and frankly, we didn't have any competitors. It was the – I mean, in our mind, it was just like the best. It was, it was like, like a castle, right? It was two floors. It was huge white building. Yes, dude. Whoa. And like they like had like – Spectacularly clean. Yes. And like here's – okay, so you okay, asked me what talk, makes – you, yeah. you asked me what's like uh, some things that I think make a good deli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say first and foremost, Boar's Head. Yes. Oh yeah, it has I to mean, be boar's head. That's one like, of the, that's what drives uh, me crazy about Vaughn's. Pavilion there. doesn't in, carry in, boar's in, head. Instant, instant, like yes or no to the place. Absolutely, where you're just like make or break, generic bullshit. The no. first nine minutes of my one man show called Blackout Drunk that I did for a long time is exclusively about cold cuts and specifically boar's head. I'm sorry. <laughs> my dad would drive to Massapequa Park, which is like three towns away from Belmar, to go to Enzo's because the guy knew how to do his boar's head. So yeah. first off, boar's head. Yes. I mean, period. And. Cr- Kudos to Boar's Head because they overcame the worst name in history, right. naming yeah, your right. brand yeah. Boar's oh, Head. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, I don't a even bunch of Jews who are afraid of pork. Come on, I don't can even consider the words. I just can think of the product they're pumping out. I remember so badly. I wanted <gasps> to get a Boar's Head tattoo on my arm. Come on, dude. Because yeah, I'm like fat and like it would be so funny to have the logo. And you're the arm. biggest belief in your life is deli meat. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the the thing that got me through most of my issues in life has been deli meat. Yep. Here, same. Uh, Coliseum. I, I used An- to, oh, one more going. thing. I just want to yeah, say yeah, one I more want, thing. I want all the theories. The breaded chicken cutlet needs Dude, to be. Oh, that is exactly shit. what I was going to say. <laughs> you need a... to come correct with your breaded chicken cutlet. You need cutlet. to have a tray that looks like. Fresh. A huge fucking tray of it needs breaded to glow. chicken cutlet. It needs to glow. Because my deli order Not is... wet, but it needs to glow. Yes. My deli order is chicken cutlet, bacon, cheese, lettuce, mayonnaise on a hero. Let's go. Yeah, that's it. Let's <laughs> go. Leave that tomato at home, you fucking asshole. Let's go. <laughs> so they had uh, they had a couple major sandwiches at the uh, Coliseum Deli. One was the Red Star, and that was their chicken cutlet. It had ham. Whoops. It had ham. It had Swiss cheese, and then it had another thing that I think makes a great deli: their homemade honey mustard, Ooh, which was like which is more honey than mustard. Right? Yes, it's dude. Super sweet, it's really like neon sweet. yellow. And <laughs> yes. they, that honey mustard was so good that they started packaging it because people would just request it just to bring home, and they're like, "We you didn't even order a meal that came dude, with honey mustard." So they're I, legit. I worked at Hofstra. Okay. You you went to Hofstra. This is I like probably university de- on the we line. used to deliver to Hofstra. I, I was I was I a delivery at the swim guy. center. Okay. I worked at the I swim delivered. center. <laughs> right. And we would Gabers, order. Gabriel, I've known you for thirty years. <laughs> I know. I know. So we're learning. <laughs> I we would get the chicken colored hero and get a side of honey mustard and dip. My dude. And if my brother, both of my brothers, also worked at the swim center eventually after me. If they are currently listening. You know you love that chicken cutlet. Oh, Con- uh, Connor Ooh. Malloy, call out to Connor Malloy right now, who was my boss at the swim center. Yes. <laughs> he turned me on to that. Ooh. We alternated between trying to eat at the quad where you paid per pound, uh, mm-hmm. like on campus eating, or we'd get Coliseum Deli <laughs> Chicken Cutlet Heroes. If you wanted Always. to spend a couple extra bucks, you'd get the Coliseum Deli. And I want to shout out Richie and Ralph, who opened up the Coliseum Deli <laughs> and absolutely just like changed the deli game. So much so that they said, we can make this even better. And they stopped ordering bread, and they started their own bread company because they wanted to master bread. And that's wow. when you invest in the sandwich. You a know hero, what I mean? a, the bread of a sandwich is the maker. Make make it's everything. everything. It's Period. Everything. So I will say Coliseum Deli is one of my favorite Long Island delis. I ate there a lot. But yeah. If I'm going purely for a sandwich place, let's go. This is on Jerusalem in Belmore. Yes, my hero. It's called my hero. My hero. It's called wow. My hero. It's a good start. They have a, a plethora of subs. It's and they're gonna kill me for saying this because every time I go in there, they hook me up. I'm like a I'm a celebrity now. Picture on the wall. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they are kind of dirty. 
and sure. I do not mind at all. <laughs> oh, you need a little edge. There's three big sa- <laughs> they have four they have four sandwiches that are like their name sandwiches. Uh-huh. The all-American, which yep. is like We know ham, that. Yeah, ham, sure. turkey, roast blah, blah. beef, turkey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything. Yeah, and then there's the Italian, which I f- the champ, uh-huh. which is all the Italian meats, uh-huh. and Salami then there's the chicken sheep. cutlet. Yes, oh, man. Add, make or break. Add bacon, mm. and it's just Ooh, the best bacon. fucking oh. sandwich. It can go oh, so many different so ways. Good. You can add bacon and barbecue sauce. Put uh, it on garlic bread. Yeah. Game over. Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. never even <laughs> thought of that before. You just fucking blew my mind. <laughs> Game oh, you, over. Bacon, Gar- cheese, bread? gravy on garlic bread. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> garlic bread sandwich I've never had in my life, and I'm what? now. I've never to Rockville no, Center, no dog. Jesus, oh, never even heard You know what sandwich I've been talking about amongst friends that I'd like to invent? It's, um... You guys know the Cuban sandwich? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roast pork, ham, pickles, Swiss cheese, and mustard on Cuban bread. You guys know the Reuben? Yes. Yeah. We, okay, so we take- Oh, wait. A- did I see you tweet something about this? The Cuban? <laughs> so it's the Cuban. It's the Cuban Reuben. <laughs> uh-huh. It's the Cuban, but you take out the slice of ham and you put in a slice of pastrami, slightly <gasps> saltier. It's the Cuban Reuben. Oh, that's it's uh, the fucking Cuban. brilliant. Oh, I love it. Guys, oh, I'm saying this it. could be that's a so game good. changer. Can I tell you, I always think the ham is the weakest link in the-, in the you, It needs a little bit more character, yeah. and that's yeah, why yeah. I bring in corned beef, and that's <laughs> when I bring in pastrami. What, what are we looking at? What a picture of the Cuban? Is that a Cuban? So a chef who runs a, a food truck coming out in June has already emailed me <laughs> and asked me about what I'm doing with the trademarking and copywriting of the Cuban sandwich because he wants to introduce the Billy's Cuban to his food truck. Whoa. And yeah. now suddenly I'm like, do I have to email my entertainment lawyer about a sandwich? <laughs> hey, right Lev Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about pastrami? <laughs> Don't worry, Lev Ginsburg knows about pastrami. Yeah, name alone. <laughs> um, uh, that just reminded me that my brother, my youngest brother, uh, has a sandwich hack that he he loves. Is in, he gets chicken cutlet and instead of mayo gets chicken salad. Oh, <laughs> chicken spread. Yes. Oh, just oh. use chicken as a spread. Yeah, so dude. Yes. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> no chicken cutlet I'm with into chicken it. salad. I remember certain desperate nights in college, I would have cheese and blue cheese in my fridge, and I would just dip the cheese into the blue cheese and eat that. And I'm like, yeah. I know I'm eating two of the same thing. I would eat a grilled cheese and dip it in blue cheese. Well, it's Frank's the same thing, but it's fine. Man. That's this what is, I got right my, now. My bagel version of that hack is I, do, I order a 50-50, which is half egg salad, half tuna salad. Uh, Give me that. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah. You know, similar to the chicken spread is something I've learned called bacon jam that you can put on a sandwich, oh, yeah. which is, is you make like really thick cut bacon, a little vinegar and a little sugar, and you just like cook it for a long time over a little thing. It turns into a spread. You put that on bread game over oh, again. Fuck, man. Dude, yeah. fuck, dude. So I'm just saying I'm a, the three of us respect the sandwich. And that's in what our house, we have my, my wife is a bit of a cook and a bit of a fancy person. We have fig jam. Sure. And quince jam. Same. You know, right? Quince paste. <laughs> quince paste. Uh, quince yeah, paste, yeah, my yeah. dude. Same, what is same wife. a quince? <laughs> the only thing I know about yeah, quince a, is that uh, Rosie Perez knows it. What is? A queen. <laughs> in my house in Long Island, when we would have snacks, that just meant that we had turkey and cheese and roast beef. Like our snacks were just sandwich making. We would eat multiple sandwiches per kid per day. Right. My uh, dad that was a snack. My dad, like you know, Chris Rock's bit about put some tussin on it. Have some <laughs> robot tussin. That was make a sandwich in my house. Right. When you come over, you're like, don't feel well. He's like, make yourself a sandwich. Yeah, we got uh, a sandwich. Uh, we make got yourself a sandwich. Yeah. I'd be like, I cut from the basketball the team. We got ham and cheese. Yeah. What's the problem? It's like doesn't relate right now, Dad. <laughs> we had a lot of rules in our house. Uh, meat slice thin cheese slice thick uh-huh. don't ever finish the roast beef that's from my father oh <laughs> red meat goes to papa bear yeah, yeah. we're allowed to have roast beef but right, we can't take the last it. four slices we're allowed to four. own it we're allowed that's to a, that's you a, can't leave two slices no. for a six foot four five. minimum yeah. four minimum that's a yeah. Yeah, four yeah. minimum yeah. you're in deep shit if he goes in there and he's like yeah but he can't make a sandwich and, or he'd make burger he'd always make late night you know 
when you're young and you don't realize your dad's an alcoholic and he's like, why are you eating a burger at one in the morning? <laughs> want a burger? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then when you get to be like 30, you're like, oh, I know uh, when I eat a burger at one in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny to talk about the four slices, though, because that's a very specific Long Island thing, too, that I haven't seen replicated. In Manhattan it is, but not really outside of New York, is that the general sandwich is about six inches high. Right, and like the, the cross-sectional of it is like right. insane. Oh, like yeah, I, like you can like, see it, like, Is that inch. 40 slices of ham? Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I get, every time I walk into it, every time I've ever been in a subway in my life, I, I get infuriated because I'm looking at them like stretch two half slices And of they're cheese. counting it. You know that that's not a And I'm like, that's strict... not a sandwich. That's like, that's that's make-believe. That's like a kabuki theater. I'm with you. They have such a, I, I believe that they have a precise amount that they're allowed to give for each, oh, which absolutely. is why I feel like my only way of winning the system is when they say, what do you want? I ask for shredded cheese because there's no way you can count every shred of cheese. Ah. So I know that I'm probably getting plus 11 in the shredded. <laughs> Cheese category. Oh, that's I'm, smart. That's I'm smart. just saying, get I what you can. I for double meat and that's, still that's, feel let <laughs> down. <laughs> exactly. I still do. feel let down. Exactly. Uh, what uh, What is your go-to bagel place in bagel order? Uh, I would always we'll go defer to, yeah. the two guineas. The we'll defer to yeah, really. So. <laughs> I would always go to Bagel Bob's growing up on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, but Oceanside has my favorite 24 bagels. 24-hour bagel? Uh, the one on East Rockaway Boulevard. Um, uh it's that's one on its sort of on its way. Oceanside is basically a bagel, so it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be yeah, hard yeah. to the whole. Yeah, it's yeah. Like way, shaped we're, like we're a bagel. We're venturing into like well, I'll just take this moment to do a little um, sociology, a little an Long Island anthropology. <laughs> yes. Nothing is more Long Island than going. No, no, no. It's the one on Division Ave. It's like Division Ave north of Jerusalem. No, no, no. North, uh, <laughs> yeah. north Jerusalem Avenue. <laughs> Division Ave up there. The Bagel Town. No, across the street from Bagel Town. Oh, Bagel Boss. Bagel yeah, Boss. Bagel yeah, Boss. Bagel There's like five bagel places yeah, that exactly. all have different names. God damn, similar, you're right, very Gabriel. similar names. You're so right. And it's and all it's the all same direct. Yeah, yeah, My exactly. mom, someone called it Jewish geography when uh -huh. I was growing up, where it's like, where are you from? Oh, Woodmere? Oh, do you know the Clancy's? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like immediately. It's yeah. just immediately placing every town by the three or four people you know in that town. Right, sure. and it's just like, and of course, somebody knows somebody always yeah. in Long Island. Yeah. Right, just off Merrick Road. Oh, yeah, they're just off Sunrise Highway, just <laughs> off Long Beach Road. Oh, yeah, God, I, lived I, lived, I grew up just off Sunrise Highway, both in Freeport and in Belmore, like the right. exact same distance. From Sunrise Highway. Yeah. I lived on North Long Beach. Right. Then, and then when I moved to uh, Wontaw, I lived in between Oakfield. You lived in Wontaw. So yeah. you went to Mulcahy's in Wontaw. I went to Mulcahy's. I used to I went DJ to at Mulcahy's in Wontaw. No way. Harvard Sailing Team, like the third show we ever did was at Mulcahy's in Wontaw. What? That's Why would that be the case? Because we didn't, we weren't like a part of the comedy community at all. These at kids just yeah. out of, well, we just, everyone, they were at NYU and I oh, knew these right. dudes and we were just starting our own thing. And we and were how'd just. You know, how'd you know the HST people? Um, I knew Chris. We grew up up next door to one another Chris, as little kids. Long Chris Smith. Yeah, right. another Long Island guy. Yeah, we grew up next door guest. to one another. Chris, Chris, <laughs> is the, Chris is the the Italian guy that probably should have been a part of this conversation. <laughs> right, oh. right. Uh, Chris, is, but Chris is a different Long Islander. He's like a cool kid. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's pretty. He's Long pretty. Island. Yeah, no, he. It's like when he when you unlock the Long Island in any Long Island person, yeah, yeah. they want to be that person. Like Chris, four drinks in becomes Long Island Chris, and oh, it's the you, best. My, yeah. my voice completely changes when I start drinking, <sighs> or when I'm around family. Oh, when like totally. when my brothers get Adapt. together, all of a sudden by the end of it, we're like, bro, you I gotta get in a fucking store. <laughs> I went to Vegas three, four weeks ago with uh, the biggest dude I knew from Long Island, who was also my best friend. He's <laughs> six four, maybe like two fifty now, <laughs> maybe five percent body fat. Was a professional fighter for a while. Just another Long Island. By the story. way, this is how we talk about people on Long Island is how ripped and how <laughs> yeah, how, oh, yeah. Ball, how ripped. He's amongst, got huge traps, bro. <laughs> he shrugs three fifteen. I'm six one, one eighty, and at, amongst this bachelor party, I was the and small pretty jacked, BT yeah. dubs and listeners. 
Billy's got Billy's a, a fucking Billy's amazing shape. Vascular. I'm watching these <laughs> these fucking biceps just ripple. Vascularity, dude. <laughs> a lot of vascularity, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Important. Do your shot of vinegar. At this bachelor party, I was the smallest one by three inches and 30 pounds. So that's what Long Island is producing on average. 6'4", 240. I mean, You it's start a, it's lifting amazing. weights freshman year of high school. Yeah. And you just have to because it's a thing everyone does after school. And you know what's, I think, Long Island, when I think of Long Island, it is so aggressive. It's so competitive and it's like so angry that of course everyone <laughs> just gets jacked at the gym. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's you a, have to because it's weird. Fights are so like I don't know. At least this was my experience. I was always just like one or two steps away from something going horribly wrong. I've been in a <laughs> handful of fights. Oh, so many. So, yeah, Long like, Island. I grew up with good guys who got in fights yeah. all the time. It's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, my Island. friends are like one of the guys in the Mikes and the Johns is like a uh, graduated top of his class at Duke. Then got a full uh, went to Columbia Law School, got a perfect score in his LSATs, and graduated top of his class, Columbia Law School. And we used to get in rumbles. Right, <laughs> like, like, right. This is a dude who used to fucking rumble. It's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> and, and then you leave Long Island, and suddenly people aren't like so aggressively sarcastic anymore. Yeah. And like suddenly you could just like actually say genuinely nice things to people, and you're like, holy shit, this right. is new. Right. Like I got yeah. I got to slow well, down. You start, you, you, you're very offensive when you get out in the world for the first yes. time. People, well, you people, don't realize because I'm still that way. Like we're just like. Oh, I like you just because I called you a fat, you know, kike and slapped <laughs> 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 slap yeah, you. Yeah, man, I don't know why you had to do that to me. It was sort of rough. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we're buddies. I guess, <laughs> I guess I remember what it's like to be from Long Island. I don't know why I didn't like it there. Uh, well, it's funny, too, because you're from Long Island, then went to Hofstra. So you got an extra right. four years of indoctrination. Totally. But you, you know why I went to Hofstra? I was interning at SNL. And so I knew that was going to be taking up ev- throughout college. So that oh, was going to be taking up so throughout college for like two, yeah, that's two plus. Enor- that's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. Is that so I didn't you like knew somebody that worked there. Or something? No, How did you dude. Get an inter- internship when you were like a freshman in college. I took the UCB classes and oh, you started wow. that young. Yeah, I was like real young. I was probably like seventeen. Like so I was, the, I was the youngest. Was that you started in high school? Yeah, my senior year. Wow. Yeah. that's amazing. And um and. I really, she says she had nothing to do with this, and I haven't spoken to her in 10 years. But I took a couple sketch writing classes, and Donna Fineglass. Now, Donna Furman. Yeah. uh, Danielle Danielle Schneider. Schneider. Now, Matt It's Donna with the H at the end. Donna what? with the H at the end. Donna, yeah, that's, Donna. that's now Donna Furman. Sure. Yes. Co-creator of Real Hot Wives of Las sure. Vegas, which uh, yours truly is right. on. Very funny. She uh, is. Com- she members, was the. Yeah. If you want a person to introduce you to comedy in a supportive and like commit to this way, she was the best. She, I was like so inspired. Yeah. Probably had the biggest crush on her. But um, she was the only person I knew. And then I just blindly submitted my resume of that said like the Coliseum Deli, legitimately on <laughs> it to SNL, just like to SNL, because I knew I wanted that. And I got a call, and my resume was the top of this list of, like, 50, stack of 50. And he was just like, just so you know, you're the only one who doesn't have a connection. You were just, like, the first one. And and part of me was was like, it was probably Donna. Like, maybe she was on Mad TV, but... Well, you just said that they said you didn't have a connection. I know, but to to date, I mean, like, every intern I met there had, like, deep roots. Their uncle was a producer or something. Right, right, right. And it just... I don't know. To me, I always just like, I guess the the 19-year-old in me was just like, I'm just going to always give her a little credit, whether or not that actually had anything to do with it. Well, we should ask her. Was that? We should ask her. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I haven't talked to her since that <laughs> class. You know what I mean? Which is funny. <laughs> Sorry, um, no, I don't. Wanna... I just saw her recently at the Santa Claus show that I did there at UCB, go. the fun right. Room. All right. <laughs> oh, it's not the one in your Santa's in the barn. Oh no, not my Santa's uh, <laughs> uh, unscripted reality show that I hosted. Not that, that one. That one. That. Please stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> just to pivot back to a Long Island thing for a second. A lot of us have this. Is something I've noticed, and I, I imagine you guys have said the same thing. 
um, we all have, like racist grandpas, or just like there's that thin line between like you can't say that anymore, grandpa. Right. You know or what I mean? Maybe not racist. Brother. Right, exactly. <laughs> but just in general, Dad, you can't say that. Am I that the anymore. one? <laughs> yeah. You know what I think I'm going to be stuck with like 20 years from now, people being like, you can't say that anymore wife beater in reference to the shirt oh yeah which was oh. like we all wore wife normal, beaters yeah. like we would always yeah. just wear wife beaters always just wear I mean, wife beaters it just doesn't so seem funny. like that's you'd wear going a wife to be. beater under a t-shirt yes yeah. dude and it would look slick yeah and it would look slick just the like edge showing bra straps <laughs> yes, like a girl exactly. in hindsight you were just exactly. showing your bra <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wife uh. beater Beater tan was as cool as being actually Dude. tan. <laughs> Enter the metrosexuals. Yeah. I mean, that's when it all started. Yeah. Oh. Well, for me, what? Yeah. the big thing that Long Island gave me that was a positive was proximity to the beach. And mm -hmm. beach, and beach yeah. just became – I went there every day in the summer because my dad worked nights. What was your beach? What beach did you uh, go to? Jones Beach Field 6, which, oh, I, would, nice. which I would later work at. Nice. Which was really exciting. I would eventually lifeguard Very those exciting. waters. But what was the the big one, the grimy one? Central Mall, Field 4. Field oh. 4. I worked there dude. for a couple of summers, that too. That was a rave before the word Club rave 4. existed. They called it Club Jesus. 4 because people would just come, drink Coronas, right. and fuck, and fight. <laughs> and, you know. As lifeguards, we've gotten into fights, like rumbles, <laughs> like uh, Four dudes That's in not your job. fighting four dudes in like board shorts, just like <laughs> like straight up rumbles. There <laughs> was like four hundred garbage cans on that beach. Like yes. every four feet was another garbage can, which makes a beach disgusting. <laughs> right, even it's, it's just a field of garbage cans <laughs> at that point. But there's just so many people go, and Field Four is the one that the buses drop people off. Exactly, at. So you can come from Queens. Oh, right, Jesus. you can come from the city, no. which is why Rockwell Center just, is popular because it's off yeah. the train, it's off the Babylon line, so right. people could just dump you off at the bars. Which is my which is my train line, and anyone who listens to yeah. this podcast or Comedy Bang Bang knows that at some point I'm going to have to say uh, wait, wait how does it go again it's Rockville uh, Rockville Center Baldwin Free, uh, Baldwin Freeport Merrick Belmore Wanta Seaford Mesopequa Mesopequa Park Amityville Copeg something in Babylon Valley uh, yeah. Street no no no, no. Copeg Wanta no oh, I miss Wanta Belmore Wanta Seaford Mesopequa Mesopequa Park, Park. Um, and then it's, I forget what okay. it's after Mesopico Park. Babylon is the last stop. Yeah. And I remember a, a few times once I started, uh, working in New York city, waking up, waking up at Babylon being oh, like, we've well, all been there, dude. Call, call my mom to right. say, can you get $40 and bring it downstairs? I've got to throw up in me. this garbage can. <laughs> yeah. I'm, there, I'm taking a cab back from Babylon. Here's a million dollar idea. I'll let you have it since it's your podcast, <laughs> but I'll take 5% if that's cool. Sure, sure. A t-shirt that just says the Babylon line. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like those who get it are like down. Oh, like they would, they I would thought you rep meant a t-shirt that, that tells you where they're supposed to actually drop you off <laughs> yeah. the train line. Where you can turn yeah. the crank and it says, <laughs> yeah, like, please like, wake me up wake at Ronkonkoma. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to make a t-shirt. You know those t-shirts that say like the names, like Ringo, uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make it on all okay. the train stops. That's a good ah, one, yeah, my dude. I buy that. I all right, that. Check the t check these forthcoming high – got to set up a high and mighty t-shirt store. Great. But I got some t-shirt. We're getting – Getting that that one is in there. a sick shirt. <laughs> love it. Love Babylon it. line is great. <laughs> love the Babylon. And if you rep the Babylon line, you rep the Babylon line. Because also there's, and no offense to Dan here, yeah. but the South Shore is the edgy shore no of doubt. Long Island, right? Yeah. It's like Billy Joel says, rich girl from the North Shore or a cool chick from the South Shore. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I would go to Far Rockaway. That was my line. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my, my family always wanted to move to the North Shore as we got more and more money. Right, right, right. right. You got to keep the edge. Edge. Oh, shore. no way, man.
I, Here's I, the other thing we're not saying too is, and this is people shit shit on me in the in Twitter for this. We're still only talking about Nassau. Like that. Oh, this is yeah. so specific that I'm like, let's do a podcast. You want to talk Island. about MacArthur <laughs> Airport? I mean, I, what so, do you, Suffolk what's... is a farm. I mean, let's get real. <laughs> it's one big. It's, it's one big you... apple orchard and like bootleg All right. water park. You fall asleep until you get to the Hamptons. Right. right. It's a place you blow through so you can go to ditch planes and surf. Yeah. <laughs> I, not, I mean, but honestly, uh, it's really unpopulated. <laughs> uh, is no that true? I mean, I don't know. I, don't I know. really don't know. But it's I, not as densely populated yeah. as Nassau because people just have more property right. out there too. It, you know, I understand the appeal to Suffolk, but also you're I don't. Cho- I don't. You're, you're choosing to live on Long Island, but distancing yourself from the from greatest city in the right. Well, right. I mean, look, you really I, love Montauk. Long yeah. You really is, gotta love Montauk. Long Island is like it's the Manhattan suburbs. It's the New York City suburbs. It's right. like most people there either work in in the city or they work like or right. formal used to work yeah, in the city exactly. and now yeah and yeah. like so it, i just it always confuses me like well what are you doing like 3 hours <laughs> out of the city like just move to fucking <laughs> right. don't live here then <laughs> did you guys ever do the hamptons was that uh, honestly i went for the very first time this year oh okay I never so you didn't there. do it though it's a no. sweaty early 20s you, like not body that, barn yeah. and shit like body barn my dude <laughs> worked there did you yeah oh you worked at all the fucking fun spots my, well a lot of the guys from rockville center their dads owned bars like oh, like yeah. it, it's like a drinking town it's irish catholic yeah I well mean, that's another thing long island and we t- and dan on the previous episode peter Hoare and dan black we talked about this a little bit people Drink on Long Island. Hard, Kids. hard. You dude. start yeah. at like it's cultural. At ninth grade, I was drinking Friday every Friday and Saturday night. You grow up quick in Long Island. Ninth <laughs> grade, I'm 14 years old. I'm getting drunk two nights a week. Same, yeah. same. It's crazy. Same. And in perpetuity, it hasn't is that stopped. Not, is yeah. I, I am asked, is that not pretty normal? I think it is pretty normal, but the culture around drinking. Is like, I was still hiding it from my yeah, parents. Yeah, I was still hiding from my parents, trying to. They sort of knew. But it's not normal because I've had a lot of friends that I made in college who weren't doing that, like, ninth through 11th grade. Right, and yeah. like And, like, ninth grade, we started it, and it only just kept ramping up. Right, where I was yeah. like, well, we did that in ninth grade. Like, how do we go harder? Now yeah. we're going to bars. Yeah, now we're, we're like, still yeah. four years from legally allowed, and, like, we're already over bars. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, God, what By the time you we... go to college, most people are going to a bar or go to a party for the yeah. first time. Right. And you've been, like, I've been to so you don't even harder. have the whiskey I like. Right, <laughs> seventeen years old, right. bitching about that they don't have Jim Beam. Seriously, <laughs> grow up quick, man. Uh, so, the, what uh, a point I was making before is like, uh, Billy, you went to uh, high school in Long Island, then stayed for college on Long Island. Yeah, Dan, I you went, went to, to NYU. NYU. Yeah, I went to Marist College, which is in Poughkeepsie, and people always call me out for saying Marist all the time. Heads up, I'm not bragging about it. It's a small school. I just gotta, I gotta say the name. Right. But everyone that went to Marist was from. Long Island, sure. New Jersey, and Staten Island. Right. So yeah. it's like it's another school. four years right. in yeah, the world. Yeah, more of the same. Yeah, exactly. Mo- another four years because it's a Catholic sure. college. So it's Chaminade, Holy Trinity, oh, right. Kellenberg, right. Yeah. all the sacred all hearts. The, uh, yeah, all the sacred <laughs> hearts. Any any one of those kids, like Friends everyone Academy. with a hemp oh, necklace, went there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> everyone who's finally doesn't have to wear a uniform to school is at. You Marist. said Marist. Do you guys ever get called out on this? How do you say Super the Nintendo game Super Blank Brothers? What's oh, the it's Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Everyone's Super like, Mario. Mario. You, you no, get hit Super with it, Mario too? Yeah. So Mario, I, Mario, Mario. Mario. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. But here's when I learned we were wrong. What? The bad guy in Mario Brothers. Is who Wario. has the, Wario. Had the guy with the upside down. It's yeah. Wario. It's not Wario. Yeah. And now I'm but, like, well, fuck. But I want to argue with this. I mean... I knew a dude in college named Mario who played on the baseball team. Yeah, so did I. And everyone Mario. that I was friends with oh, were all shit. Staten Island and Long Island kids, so we called him Mario. Mario. But I believe it was Mario. <laughs> Mario no, Angelides, now I'm just doing it. It's me, Mario. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. 
It's a me, Mario. No, he, yeah. Defi- yeah, yeah, yeah. he definitely told he definitely us the answer. Right. It's a me, Mario. Yeah, we're like, yeah. it's Mario. It's a me, yeah, Mario. I have a friend named Sarah. I call her Sarah, and everyone's like, Sarah? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Sarah. And they're like, Sarah. It's Sarah. Oh, I can't. I there's, don't think so. There's Sarah. some words that I just... Wait, you said it before. Some you maybe you did. You're like I slip into it too you, much. But you did the you did the Donald Trump, the Bernie Sanders. Oh, you oh said, I get I get hit. I, my my wife oh, you hates it so much. I literally cannot pronounce the H in the beginning of a word. I Hewlett. say Ulit. I say huge. I say human. That's yeah. so I say funny. Hubris, yeah. And I and I hubris, don't even hear it. Hubris. And, hubris, and like hubris, and then like to, to honestly say this, I'm like I'm a human from yeah. <laughs> Hewlett. Yeah. Well, like, you said that's what it was before you said Hewlett. And I, I, ha- like, I really huge. have to think about it. And that sounds ridiculous to me to say it. All right. So here's some other really hard words from Long Islanders. Yeah. Uh, your dresser has uh, a bunch of Drawers. Drawers. My dad used to be like, pick up your drawers, because that's what he called underwear. So pick up your drawers. My dad said, with you, and I ha- I got, I had to get rid of that in college. Right. I'll go to the store with you. And I still comes up every once in a while, yeah, and yeah. Tiff's like, I got to run out. I'm like, I'll go with you. And she's like, with, with you? you? And with I'm like, you. I mean, with, with you. Yeah, my family always used to say, God forbid. Oh, God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. And I never knew that they were actually saying God forbid. I thought <laughs> God forbid was like an Italian slang. <laughs> yeah. It's because everyone was just throwing out, oh, God forbid. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Oh, I thought it was like God. shalom. I didn't know <laughs> what was happening here. I feel very much at home right now. I'm not lying. Oh. Just hearing this stuff. Uh, I got in a, I got a, like a, I was in like all advanced classes when I was a kid. Not because I am smart, but I was. W- Everyone I, else is super stupid. No, to, to be honest, I was this smart as I am now when I was like 11. Right. So everyone uh-huh. was like, this kid's yeah. a genius. Kids and then I just that with height. You yeah. got that with intellect. I got that with intellect. Yeah. And by the time I was 18, I was in all normal classes. <laughs> but I, was like, I was like as smart as an 18-year-old when I was 11. Everyone's like, this is the future. You're going to Harvard. Like we were talking about going to Harvard. When I, and then I was like, oh, I just am not that. I just developed a really just a little <laughs> yep. improv class. I, I was, Turns out I was improv this classes. height and size by this by probably seventh or eighth grade <laughs> and so like i was really good at basketball because i was a center and, and you like, were bigger than everyone i was bigger that i was stronger wonderful. and like i'm i'm five six destroyed middle school jewish I was, yeah i was the i was average a double double nice. round mound a rebound <laughs> <laughs> i had to learn in that in one of my classes when i was a kid that gonna wasn't a word gonna oh, i wrote wow. i would write gonna. i wrote g-o-n-n-a you would do oh I, you. I, I would write you i g-o-n-n-a oh, gonna all right you guys are writers also i i because i try to write like how people talk right. so i'm constantly writing in a voice gonna like i, I only yeah. write g-o-n-n-a in like in in dialogue dialogue because no one says going to rhythmically yeah. sometimes when you're reading back a script and you read yeah. like i am as opposed to i'm or yeah. like i will yeah. as opposed to i'll it's like no people don't talk like and that and then so like you have and to. people and then i get corrected or people like proofread and change it and it's I'm funny like, because no. like in sixth grade our teacher's job was to put a red line through gonna and now we're professional writers who yeah. are saying it's more important to use the real language <laughs> right. than the bullshit you <laughs> yeah. tried to make exactly. me do lady yes. <laughs> <laughs> turns out turns out i was turns right out, all <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So in the morning, do you guys have tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. My mom's accent is like wild. It's so intense. She just because she's like a Long Island Jewess and is just like. Just has coffee, Danny. Come home for coffee. Oh my I have god! A cup of coffee. My mom's yeah. accent is so confusing. 
She is Italian, uh-huh. but she just says something. She's like, did you want to have pasta tonight? Pasta. <laughs> pasta? No. No, I don't. Not that. Whatever you're thinking, not that. My parents were both actors. Like, they did plays and stuff, so it was important for them not to have a Long Island. Yeah. They were always breaking it down. So I me and my sister were actually raised with, like, hearing perfect diction, and then we'd, like, walk out into the world, and it was just, like, chaos. What's this was, little faggot doing? <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty, homo- pretty homophobic. Uh, uh, I mean that that's we were, ta- we were talking about wife beater and like that I mean the normalcy with which wife beater retarded and faggot were like absolutely a part of daily vernacular. constant conversation we, was maybe like it could be a thing of the early 90s as well. I agree. I, I think yeah. so too, but, so, uh, but certain social things. I, we were in the epicenter of insensitivities. Yeah. Right. But there was something weird about Long Island where it was like no, I don't think anyone once someone was found, you found out someone in your school was gay. All you did was say like the gay kid, or right. but you never yeah. like did anything wrong. Like you never no. fucked with the kid, but no, it was just no. like this kid's gay. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. I think oh, the Long yeah. Islanders are insensitive, but they're also really smart. <laughs> That's like yeah, a strange thing sharpened. about them. And yeah. like sometimes they're like rough around the edges and a little goony. But like ultimately, if you put them against almost any other person in this country, I believe that the Long Islander will find a way of winning whatever you're doing. Uh, it's I, like, they're it's like, like yeah. savvy. They're competitive. I, and I think it's the whole the whole region, but Long Island especially like is like. They're just sharpened. Like yeah. everyone there is sharp like a knife. Right? I, agree. I think it's because it's I the agree. proximity to the city. Yeah. A lot definitely of those kids is. are raised by parents who worked in the city yeah. or, or at least maybe even lived in the city. Yeah, definitely. You know? yep. Like uh, and then moved out after like living in a cultural epicenter of the world and then had their white trash kids or whatever. Yeah. And, I'm always impressed when I go back to New York City of just how everyone in that city is smart. Like or yeah. just like funny and clever. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like everyone. It's like, like sex in the city. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> everyone just has mimosas. Everyone's Have you guys noticed that too? Everyone just it's, has some cosmos. It's funny how you you would say like to yourself, like, oh, this is nothing like what New York is. And then you could fall in with a pocket of people and be like, oh, wait, no, this is exactly, exactly what New yeah. York is. Yeah, yeah. We are waking up on a Sunday morning to get to the bar to sit down and start drinking and having and brunch. And talking and, and like art, philosophizing. And talking about, yeah, talking about the indie movie we just right, saw at yeah. like uh, fucking IFC Center. And, and, it's, and it's great. It, yeah, and it's great. And I <laughs> and miss that. Yeah. yeah. I miss that part about New York. Uh, here's, here, here's the last well, – well, this is my last topic I want to get over. We're, we're a little over time here, but I just want to talk about how – Similar, do you think L.A. is to Long Island? Hmm. I find it to be – Tiffany was like – I really adapted quickly here, and my wife called it out. She's like, well, it's a lot like Long Island. And I started doing the – so let me give you some things that makes it like – so main drag, like especially – so you got Melrose, Santa Monica, Sunset. The east to west. In in, in between suburbs. Right. In between little Uh, houses and apartments. So it's very similar to – Sunrise, Sunrise Highway, Highway Merrick, Merrick Road, Road, Jerusalem. Like, all yeah, you know, it's bike. funny. It's what I te- – honestly, whenever – I've all my friends who didn't leave New York were still, like, in, you know, in the city some in some way are – I like, whenever they start thinking about moving out to the suburbs, I'm like, honestly, just move to L.A. <laughs> like, it's the same thing but better. Right. It's, it's, it's proximity to the beach. There is, True. like, uh, the strip mall culture, like, the kind yeah. of, like, uh, eight things in one parking lot. Yes, that lot is definitely kind of true. Yeah. It's that the, is it's definitely the, true. It's the suburb. It's, like, the ratio is sort of, like, the ratio in L.A. is a little bit more, like, I'd say the ratio in L.A. is, like, maybe, like, three to seven, like, city versus suburbs. Right. Maybe four to six city versus suburbs. But, like, and, and Long Island is sort it's of, like, like, two to eight. Or is, one like, right. yeah, is, like, yeah, a little less yeah. a city, but it's still, it's the same general idea. Right. Whereas, like, it's. It is the suburbs with it, some city in the middle. Like you, it's uh, like uh, 
Long Island is a distance from New York City. L.A. is like Long Island and New York City, like shake it yes. up, and it's like, right. oh, yeah. here you are in Silver Lake. It's a right. little like suburb in the middle right. of, but here's a city here. Like, right, here's exactly. City elements around you, and uh, car culture. Uh, exactly, that's uh, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Physical fitness. Uh, right. Your, your looks, your appearance. Yeah. Um, sort of like douchebaggery, like rampant. Right. And well, almost they're very a, different kinds of very different, but. Also, some for some reason, it's positively reinforced in both areas. Yeah, sure. like male, especially with the male vanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, male vanity is LA, accepted. Male in New York for some reason people Supported. are okay with them. That's true in Long Island. Like when I go back to Long Island, I'll usually like get a gym pass for a week at some place, yeah. and you go wow, in and you see guy. these dudes We're like different. really supporting <laughs> each other. They're like yeah. really manicured dudes. <laughs> yeah, definitely heterosexual. Yeah, like definitely probably like drink every weekend, but like they're really supporting each other in this they like shave their bodies, full quest for vanity. Rising, yeah. And that's absolutely true of the yeah. gyms here. Yeah, too. yeah that's yeah. true. That's the one thing I don't have from the Long Island is like any aesthetic, except for like I guess I have like the beach aesthetic of Long Island, but I don't have like any care about. Well, my that's looks. what I love about Long Island is that you have all these guys with vanity and that like are constantly going after like the Jersey Shore type look or whatever, whatever that may look like. Yeah. But then you also have the Guido, all... the meathead. Look yeah, exactly. It, yeah. But then you also have the union guys that are like the heart of Long Island I, I, who get yeah. on the four thirty train in there like. Timberland boots, their pants that have like concrete stuck on them, and those dudes make up like so much of the I, family. To me, Long Island is either either women overdressed or or men who genuinely could not give a shit about how they dress. Right. Like yeah. I feel like that's just like who gets married to each other. Yes. On right. Long Island, <laughs> yes. it's like a right. is a tin knocker who wears sweatpants and a wife beater every day. Right. Gets married to a woman who goes to uh, Elizabeth Arden Red Door Spa. Red Door Spa. Red Door Spa. Red Door Spa. Oh it's my god, dude! Oh, <laughs> oh, he's coming out. A Long Island werewolf in California. <laughs> hey, bro! <laughs> <laughs> They're out of pursuit. <laughs> Would watch. Get me a chicken roll. <laughs> Get me another chicken roll. Oh, it's great to just hear the word brujute come out of someone else's oh, mouth. Yeah, the, or just, you know, lose the last syllable on Kalamad. all of those words. Kalamad. It's not calamari. I honestly so prasad. thought that you spelled calamari. I thought you spelled it G A L A M A D because right. we called it Galamad. Right. <laughs> there's a line Galamad. as a as a Italian American in Long Island. There's a fine line you have to walk because we all feel like we're allowed to say prosciutto and Galamad and Mari. Yeah. But then we had this one friend who decided to take it a little too far. He thought that he could just like really be a little more Italian, and he decided to try marinara as Madinal. Uh, and we were just like, hey, listen, man, no one's that Italian. You got to get the fuck out of yeah. here. <laughs> Your last name might be Rizzo, but you're not allowed to say Madinal. No, Madinal is too far. <laughs> you, you you just say the line. You're ruining it for us. You sauce. say S-A-W-S-E. Sauce. sauce. Exactly. <laughs> Side of sauce. Come see us at UCB, <laughs> 9 o'clock every Side Friday night. Side of sauce. We'll be the guys in the Italian horn necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> right. I posted a picture of my father on Instagram uh, on his birthday, and he had a gold chain on. And Ben Rogers, friend of the podcast, friend of you guys, uh, texted me. I'm actually surprised. You don't wear a chain. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, that's that coming. is the one Guido yeah, thing yeah. I don't have. Is save, a chain. save some time. You got plenty more life to live. That's There'll true. be a chain coming. You'll, grow, you'll go into it. If I was religious, I would definitely yeah, yeah. have a big old cross. Right. Chain My brothers up. both wear like cross necklaces. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh. of course they love Christ. Um, they're gonna roast me on. Uh, they're gonna be pissed that I said this much shit about them. Five Guys, stars. 
I could do this all oh, fucking yeah, yeah. day. Actually, wait, honestly, let, let's just go get a chicken roll. I honestly want to get a slice of pizza. <laughs> where, where, where can we go right now? It's like a decent, a decent like. I think well, Queens. That's, that's Queens? The, there you go. It's a really, it's a really hard question to figure this. Yeah, out. Jerusalem right Avenue, I think, is the answer. Lack yeah. of delis in Long in L. A. Too. No delis. Oh, the delis is hard. I mean, they're they're a little more sporadic and like, but not not that standard kind of deli. Yeah, not a standard kind of deli. We can go. That's in a, that's I think the thing that is like so delightful is like there's just like these standards that are very good. Yeah. Like you just go into a deli and you can literally get like then then you go to New York and you find a bodega where it's like the oh. deli plus you yeah. can get toilet paper. Right. That's <laughs> hammer. Yeah, and you find yeah. out it still makes a I solid a, bacon, yeah. egg and cheese. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a BEC, dude. Bacon, egg oh. and cheese is like the working man's breakfast. You grab it, it's you perfect. eat it before you get to your subway game on. I yeah. probably had up until age 15, 5,000 bacon, egg and cheese. I, uh, I was every a, morning. Uh, every morning driving to Jones Beach to go to work, yeah. we'd stop and get lunch sandwiches and then eat BECs yeah. before we went. Yeah. They were like a great snack, yeah. you know, just like a quick hit. And I didn't even drink coffee until I left Long Island, Whoa. so I missed out on all the bacon, egg, and cheese and coffee. The oh. standard order, I was bacon, egg, and cheese and Gatorade. Sure. <laughs> Got it. Which is a pretty the, long the Island give, me a grape, give me a grape Gatorade with lemon, any meal. Yeah, lemon, lime. It's got bo- all the nutrition of both lemons <laughs> and lime. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, Billy, uh, so if you're from Long Island, tweet at us. If you're from Suffolk, shut the fuck up. Who are you? <laughs> Come on. When did you get internet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Billy, where can people find you on Twitter when they want to tweet their favorite delis and uh, pizza places? At, at Billy Scafuri and check out No Joke Podcast on the HeadGum On Network. the HeadGum Podcast. Uh, very funny with a mutual – well, your mutual – it's weird to call Adam a mutual friend when he's like, your husband – <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Dan Gregor, you're at Gregor uh, at Gregor Corp at Gregor Corp. Right. My yes. Evil, my evil corporation. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything you guys want to plug? This podcast will come out in two weeks, I think. If that. Uh, if like, uh, well, I just plugged it. No uh, joke. Podcast. Yeah, watch No Joke Podcast. Watch, watch uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Crazy Ex Girlfriend featuring Dan's crazy current wife, <laughs> and uh, enjoy the fuck out of that. Another season yeah. coming. As always, I'm at John Gabris. Um, remember uh, five. Five stars, and then read uh, roast me in the comments, and then like and a backwards compliment. Yes, and a ba- and a backhanded compliment. Uh, really, guys, try to tear me up. I want to try to cry on this show. Yeah, try yeah. to make me cry with your fucking comments. Get in touch with his family and get like some actual things that hurt. Yeah, you know what? Show up in my mom's house unannounced <laughs> with a fucking. Fox mask on, holding a, a, a cattle prod and scare the fuck out of it. Um, also, uh, Billy, we, we're sort of teasing it here, but there is a forthcoming High and Mighty t-shirt store, so get plumped yes. if you want to buy some t-shirts. Now oh, we have a real. couple Are more we going to get that? The, the I'm going to I'm call my guy right after this. Sick. Sick. <laughs> right. All right. Later, shitheads. Thank you, boys. That was a HeadGum Podcast.